Well, good morning, everybody. Is everybody doing well? It's a little intimidating to be uh, a substitute teacher in this class when the, the, the head teacher is back there in the back. And, and, and he wrote the material that we're using. Now I'm going, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so, Craig, if you're going to turn me in, at least put Andy's name in there with me, okay? Okay, all right, good. Good deal. Good deal. All right, it's been real. Glad you enjoyed our class. He almost proposed and then left. Goodness. All right. Uh, if you're new to our class this morning, or you've only been a couple of times, over the past several months, we've been talking about walking with the Spirit, what that means, what that looks like. And you think, well, you should have covered that topic by now, but uh, if you've really tried to live that, you realize that it's not as easy as it sounds, and more so because of who we are instead of who God is. And so we, we're just continuing that conversation. Uh, we started this past January with Andy talking about the Holy Spirit, and we're going to be getting into the gifts of the Holy Spirit and, and the full list of gifts of the Holy Spirit and how those can be manifested in our lives today. And so uh, Andy will pick that up in June because he's traveling three out of four Sundays this month. So we're taking a little break and talking a little bit more about how, how do we discern listening to the Spirit itself. So, um, so if you've been coming to class and wondering where we are and you missed the Sunday where it was communicated, uh, then please join us in June and Andy's going to continue those lessons uh, then. And then um, next week, Scott's going to continue what I don't finish and then what he doesn't finish, Jenny's going to uh, finish. And so, tag team. It takes three of us to fill Andy's place and that, that should, be, should be impressive. <clears throat> So, uh, so let's, let's start dig in. Uh, when you're walking with the Spirit, discerning while being led by the Spirit, there are two very critical things that are important to be aware of. Um, a lot of times we thought, think about being led by the Spirit and don't think about what are, the, what are the beliefs or principles or foundational beliefs that we believe that's guiding that. And if you aren't aware of that, then you may not always understand why you can't be led by the Spirit. The second is communication, and uh, as anybody knows that in any relationship, communication is the most challenging part that we have to face. So what I'd like to do is just come back and, and, uh, and, and look at these two things. Um, I want to start with principles. Our lives are based on foundational principles or truths that we believe now, these can be principles written by God, written by other people, or written by ourselves. And we don't always know the difference. Are you with me? Sometimes we have beliefs, what we believe God is, and it's not necessarily who God is. Or we have belief about others. And so, what we believe about ourselves, what we believe about others, what we believe about life circumstances, what we believe about the future... All of those are determined by these foundational truths and principles. Here's the key thing. You will get up in the morning and you will order your life according to those principles. I guarantee you. I, I, don't, I'm, I don't see into the future, but if I can watch you long enough, 
I can tell you what you're going to do tomorrow. Because we faithfully live out those, order our lives according to those principles by which we believe. That's why it's so important to be self-aware. Because when you're self-aware, you know what those principles are that are guiding you. But for those of you who are younger, way younger than, than the rest of us, don't despair. I'm continuing to learn what those are in my life. It's a continual journey. Also, when life happens, we fall back on these foundational principles. So if you go through a very stressful and a very uh, difficult time, you will automatically go back. Um, well, I'm not going to dwell on that. Okay, next. Communication is the key to any relationship, but the key to meaningful communication is love and trust. I'm only going to share with you as much as I trust you, or love as much. When I say love, I'm talking about there's, a, there's this going back and forth. Not just trust, but I believe that you care about me, which makes communication that is the key to making communication go deeper. So if you're looking at your relationship with God, it's how much do you trust God? How much do you love God? And, and that determines how much we're going to be led by the Spirit. The deeper and honest the communication, the stronger and more fulfilling the relationship. When maturing relationships go through challenging times, they understand that the times don't define the relationship. You with me? Because sometimes we, let, Jeannie and I had a tough week last week. Just saying. Yeah. Well, Craig and I can never win. I just, uh, um, it, it'd be so easy to define our marriage in that difficult week. And, and when you're in the middle of it, you have a tendency to define it that way. And what you have to do is when you're in the middle of it, you back up and go, this is a rough spot, but this doesn't define who we are and what we represent or who we are as a couple and, and what that means. So when we're talking about being led by the Spirit, communication is important and that love and trust in God. And, and sometimes when we think, well, I'm not sure what God wants me to do. I'm not sure which direction I go. And, and God may be telling us the whole time, but we don't love Him enough or trust Him enough to go. Does that make sense? All right. Now, Scott covered uh, these and started the third last week. Foundation one, God is after relationship. So reference communication. If we don't believe that God is pursuing us, then, we're, then this makes being led by the Spirit very, very difficult. Okay? Now, I don't know about you. I, it's Mother's Day and... Um, Different people had different relationships with their moms, um, and I was I was the third of three. I was the only boy, and I grew up in an era where boys were treasured above girls, and if in, in the deep south, okay. And and so my mom, I was spoiled rotten. You don't believe me? Ask Jeannie when we got married. Um, <laughs> You're talking about beliefs. I had a belief system when I got married that women did the inside work, guys did the outside work. 
When we first married, we lived in an apartment. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Praise God. Because now we've gone and bought a house that's got an acre lot, and I have to mow the thing that's made up for all those times. No, not really. Uh, so one of our first serious discussions was over garbage and whether who should take out the garbage, whose job it was to take out the garbage, which was only 20 feet outside our door, but we had a major discussion about it. So my point is, is that it, when it comes to a relationship and we bring these beliefs into these relationships, sometimes what gets in the way is not that God doesn't want to lead us and God doesn't want to be clear with us, it's that we may not have that connected of a relationship and so until we can find that relationship and build that communication we cannot hear him Jenny and I've been married for 42 years and I don't and she's gonna be out of town all this week but she's gonna talk to me all week long right here and right here are you with me I know her voice when I'm in a situation, I hear her voice and what she would say to me. How does Jeannie feel about that? It's right here, it's right here. I know exactly what it is. All right, well we wanna, I'm gonna pick up where Scott left off and, and I'm changing it a little bit. Uh, foundation number three, the foundational principle number three is God knows and and I've broken it up. God knows us. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image and our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Now, class discussion. What, what can we gather from this truth? I know some of you had at least one cup of coffee this morning. <laughs> and I've had one Diet Coke already. And I don't mind the silence. I'm going to steal from Richard Rohr. He's, He's a good one to steal from. He, I just read something probably a couple weeks ago about the whole let us make human beings in our image, in our likeness. And he said that talking about the difference between everyone is created in the same image but everyone has a different likeness like it's an individual likeness mm -hmm. and did y'all hear that okay i appreciate i appreciated that kind of the overarching image that we're all given if we were all be put together it's just a it's a the image of god but in our likeness 